When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Jordan Canellas with you here as always on a Friday morning to look ahead to what is coming up this week around New Zealand in racing. And as always, our expert on the show, Butch Castles, is with us as well. Morning to you, Butch. How's things? Yeah, morning, Jordan. Yeah, things are good. We've had rain in New Zealand. A long time coming, but we're going to be into the wet tracks this weekend. Heavy track conditions at Trentham as the rain continues there. And we've had uh, rain in the Waikato, track a heavy eight uh, here at Tarapa. And uh, look, the odd shower going through today, so it'll probably uh, come up a, a, a soft seven heavy eight tomorrow. So we're finally getting into winter. Absolutely. What are the key features that we've got coming up this weekend to look forward to? Uh, Trentham jumps features, the first of our real jumps features out of Trentham uh, this weekend and uh, the Manawatu ITM uh, Awapuni Hurdle and the Manawatu Steeplechase. Uh, there's a flat feature there as well, the James Ball Holdings or Rangatiki Gold Cup, time-honoured race, uh, a good field assembled there, some will get pretty tested by the track conditions. And here at Tarapa, a uh, open handicap that's a tidy field with Mega Bourbon uh, to run favourite there and um, some good rating races throughout the afternoon. Two guests to come up on the program today. Bevan Sweeney will be with us a little later on to talk through the card at Trentham. But our first guest, Michael McNabb, he cracked a ton of wins in a season for the first time last weekend. He's the leader of the Jockey Premiership. Michael McNabb is with us. Michael, welcome and congratulations after getting the uh, the ton in this season. Good morning. Yeah, thank you very much. It was, um, it was great. Um, I was really pleased to get the 100 and um season's been super. Yeah, it has, Michael. But yeah, let's just have a quick look at that before we delve into tomorrow at Tarapa. 101 wins uh, so far, batting at uh, 5.18. So every five rides or so is a winning one and only Opie with a better strike rate. I think one of the keys in knowing a lot of you jockeys, black tight wins is a, is a real key to uh, those of you in the uh, top echelon of jockeys. And you must be absolutely delighted with 14 black tight wins up until this stage of the season. Yeah, absolutely wrapped with that. Um, couldn't be any happier with the way the season's gone so far and the way it's going. Um, uh, so it's good. And when you mention Opie's name and that same thing, is, yeah, you've got to be pretty happy with that. Yeah, he's the benchmark, absolutely, and the 14 black type wins as well. And ultimately, it's all about the dollars in this game, Michael, and 3.12 million in stakes, uh, more than double the uh, total stake earnings for your rides from last year. So, again, that to me indicates you're winning the right races and getting on the right horses to do so. Yeah, for sure. I've had 
I get really good support from all the big stables and I've, I've found a couple of good three-year-olds and um, to win those stakes races now. So, so it's been super. Right, let's have a look at tomorrow. Uh, rain's coming the Waikato, finally. Gee, it's been a long time coming, but it has come. Uh, track's come up as a heavy eight this morning. We're only getting the odd shower, so it's not going to get too much worse. In race one, you ride Brookburn. I know they expected a run last time. The saddle slipped uh, with an apprentice on. They go for a senior rider here. I'd give Brookburn some sort of a hope in race one. Yeah, he's racing in pretty good form. Like He's won a couple of his last four or five and as you said the the saddle slipped the other day and they just took him completely out of the race um drawn well should get a nice run sort of in the first half a dozen and um he looks a good ride to kick off the day and the fact he's won here is a big plus as well they um it can become a, a track particularly in the winter uh, where there's a bit of sand uh, around that those that uh, cop it certainly do cop it and, the, and it can become a, a track where you follow those that have won before yeah, most definitely. Um, no, you did right there. If, they, if they've won there before, they'll obviously like it, so they've a big chance of winning there again. Race three, uh, Michael Dawn Parade. I didn't think he had any luck last time. Uh, I thought he was about to get into the race and door closed on him, so uh, I, I'd give him a, a real chance of turning it around. Uh, it's a tidy field, a really good uh, rating 74 race, um, but the best version of Dawn Parade would be pretty hard to beat. Yeah, as you said, he was luckless last start, but he was luckless the start before that too when I rode him fresh up. He just got hit across the head a couple of times, which completely stopped him in his tracks, and then he was luckless last start. But as you said, if he, if the real Dawn, like the good Dawn Parade turns up, he'd be extremely hard to beat because he, he has got ability. Stop me in my tracks if I get hit, hit over the head a couple of times as well, I reckon. I don't think, I don't think I'd be going forward too, too quickly. <laughs> Race number four, laneway flirting. Well, he was uh, a good winner here, resuming. This is another tidy three-year-old race, 1,100 metres off the one gate. Races uh, up on the speed, she does. And, uh, gee, if uh, she was able to reproduce what she did last time, she'd be awfully competitive. Yeah, for sure. She's a lovely little um, filly on sort of on the way up. One well at Tarapa last start. It's a tidy little field there with um, We Will Rock and that. But if she produces something like she did first up and she's improved, um, she's got to be got to be competitive. Race number five, Michael uh, in Sierra. You'll ride this one in the Dunstan Colours in the Dunstan Horse Feeds 1300. So. There'll be a bit of pressure on to get the job done. They're making a donation to the Injured Jockeys Fund for every winner in the Dunstan Colours on the day. Look, uh, you rode this one when it was massive, resuming on a, on a wet track at Harwara. Just ran away and hid that day. Yeah, he's a lovely horse. Um, won really well, as you said, at Harwara. Not a lot sort of went his way the other day. He drew wide, which he has again, of course, but he was he had stepped half slow and then just found the backsides of all, but it was really solid late. Um, up and up and trip, um, drawn wide again, but hopefully just taking a bit of that freshness on me, clears the gates good and will roll forward, and I think he's got to be awfully hard to beat because he is, he is a really nice horse. And the rain we've had, based on what we saw at Harwar, will only be a positive for him. He, he looks like he just copped it like a toff that day. Yeah, absolutely loved it. He's like a trip, big tractor, the bugger. He'll, he'll go through it really well. 
And I'm not sure that uh, a little bit wider in the uh, draws won't be too bad tomorrow. They were getting out to the middle and wider later in the day two weeks ago. So I think by race five, you'd be uh, middle of the track anyway. So I don't see that as a negative. Race number seven, uh, Michael, number uh, seven, Pont Dawi was a really good second two starts ago. Uh, it's got a, a nice, a handy draw. It's a tidy enough maiden mile field, but it is a Saturday maiden. Uh, but looking at the market, it's in the market at around about $6, so must be given a chance. Yeah, really good second, and then just nothing went his way the other day at Ruakaki. He slipped um, just after jumping, and it put him right back in the field, and then he... he had nothing to take him into, and he just had sort of blockers his whole way, but then he was good late, um, off the good gate, get him out clean, get him up in the first half a dozen. I, I think he'll be really hard to beat. He's a really nice horse. Okay, that's uh, good to hear. Pont Dawi, race seven, given a, a good chance. And in the last, you ride one for uh, John Barry, brings one up, uh, look, deserved its maiden win last time and strung a second placings together before the spell, came back, uh, got the job done resuming. Steps up in class, obviously, out of a maiden into a rating 65, and it is a tidy one. But from what we saw last time, she'd be a chance uh, to cope with the step up in class. Yeah, for sure. She, as you said, she had all those seconds of maiden. She went and had a break, so she's obviously strengthened up a little bit. And then she, she got a um, well-deserved win last start. All accounts I've heard on the trials on Tuesday that she's gone really well. So, looking forward to riding her. Right, oh Michael, uh, a, a nice tidy book of rides. Uh, but I get the impression, talking to you, that uh, on Sierra might be the best of them uh, from your point of view. Yeah, he'd be my best for the day. So I'm look, really looking forward to riding him again. Right, eight, thanks, Michael. We'll look forward to seeing you on course uh, tomorrow, Dunstan Day. And I'm pretty sure you'd be very popular with the Dunstan team if you can get him home and the Dunstan horse feeds 1,300 in their colours. Thanks for your time. Great stuff uh, during the year so far. Long may it continue. Wonderful to have you riding at uh, such a high level. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks very much, Butcher. See you tomorrow, mate. Michael McNabb, the leader of the Jockeys Premiership with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis and uh, and with the 100 race wins notched up, Butch, which is a great achievement for Michael. Yeah, it is. Look, Michael's uh, right from the time he was an apprentice always showed tremendous uh, ability, natural ability. Uh, he's had uh, injury issues. He said, uh, I suppose, focus issues would be fair to say. But gee whiz, there's no uh, one more focused in the jockeys room than him at the moment. He is... Absolutely flying this year, as evidenced by the 14 black type wins. The strike rate, second only to uh, Opie, and we know what a world-class rider Opie Bosson is. And uh, the 3.12 million in stake money earned is an indication that, as he said, the big stables are supporting him. He's getting on the right horses and uh, getting the job done in the right races. So, yep, great to uh, be able to chat to him. He's in a really good place at the moment. Michael McNabb doing a great job, and uh, he is uh, one of the very best in the pigskin that we've got at the moment. Michael McNabb. We'll take a break. We'll come back after this. Bevan Sweeney will be with us next to chat about what's coming up this weekend at Trentham. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz.
Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis here this morning, previewing what is to come on the racing weekends ahead in New Zealand. And uh, one of our experts who joins the show frequently is uh, Bevan Sweeney, and he's with us this morning alongside Butch Castles to have a chat about what's coming up at Trentham. Uh, Bevan, welcome. Good to have you on the program again. How's things? Yeah, great. A very good morning to you, boys. I can tell you in New Zealand, winter has arrived. The southerlies wrapped up from the deep south, and it is freezing cold at the present moment and the rain has arrived so Trentham will be playing uh, its best, it's called the Punters Grave Yard for a reason and that may just play out there tomorrow but uh, winter is upon us and of course that means jumps racing and we do have the two feature hurdles uh, from our Pooney now being run at Trentham this Saturday, they're not big fields but uh, gee there's some quality quality champion jumpers that will go to post on Saturday. Yeah, sure are, Bevan Butch here. Look, race three, the, the Manawatu ITM Awapuni Hurdle, and Chief Sequoia was very good last time at Wanganui, an English gambler. We know how good he is in the hurdling role. Uh, looks like a, a really good contest. That is a good contest, uh, Butcher. Uh, Chief Sequoia, gee, how good was uh, this seven-year-old by Redwood uh, steeplechasing for the first time at Wanganui? Bit a nice horse in Lockerburn on that occasion. Comes back to the hurdling. Uh, looking to go back-to-back in uh, the Awapuni Hurls, of course, last year uh, at Awapuni, of course. Uh, this year it will be at uh, Trenton. They run the normal course uh, for the hurdles. So the track, you'd have to imagine, is at that heavy uh, sort of rating, and if not getting worse with the rain that is about, holds a good record in that state. And there's a quality horse going forward. If you remember last year, won the Sydenham and then went to the Grand National and Probably blew apart a bit, just over-raced and things didn't go right for the horse. Well, the year on him, he's a quality jumper in the making. You mentioned English Gambler, free-going horse butcher who likes to lead up and run him into the deck. There's got to be a couple of concerns about the heavy nature of the track with him. He's such a free-going horse, uh, but he is a horse that has got a lot of quality and would be the quickest in this field, I think, no doubt about it. And then you throw in horses like uh, Mazina and Fantasy Fight to give him eyes who's done it all in the jumping game. And Mazina was a good third last time in behind Izzy, my dad, who was also in the race in fantasy fight, second up with Sean Fenn on the board. So uh, it's an interesting race. We forgot uh, Jean, in fact, who was uh, a winner of this race in 2020 and look, lost the rider, but in the mix at Wanganui behind Izzy, my dad. So it's a nice running of the Awapuni hurdles. I think the horse that we probably have to keep an eye on is Chief Sakura. He looks the most exciting prospect for me out of this race especially with the way the tracks are going to be over the next three or four months with that heavy track record. So he's on top. English Gambler in the mix. Of the Kevin Myers runners, I think maybe Fantasy Flight with the lead around Sheldon Fannin are doing the riding there. But uh, look, a big eye on Chief Sequoia on what is to come for the jumping season. Talk about how heavy it is, and that'll play into the hands of no tip in race number four, the Manawatu ITM Manawatu steeplechase. They put him up at 1.8. Look, he'll be awfully hard to beat, given the conditions. He should be, uh, Butcher. Uh, They'll run the figure eight, won't they, there at Trentham. So the inside part of the track is generally quite a bit better uh, than the course proper. Mm. And you need a little bit of an agile horse, because there is a couple of sharp corners there on the figure eight, and he is the horse. Uh, that has shown that throughout his career. He's uh, got a lot of quality. He should roll along right on speed. Uh, he'll appreciate that slightly bit of going on the centre of the track. Uh, and if he hits the course proper in front by margin, he should be winning. But, gee, sometimes they hit that course uh, proper butch and they start to pedal pretty quickly. So if you're within uh, striking distance 
with these are Magic Wonder or Shamal. Don't give up hope because these are two horses that have been to the deep, dark places that are required for a deep, deep track. Magic Wonder, what a wonderful mare she is. And she's had a fair period off uh, from racing, but Joe, uh, through the week, has suggested that she thinks she's going uh, really well this season. And she's had a couple of flat runs in, and she mentioned uh, in the local rag uh, that uh, she wouldn't be going if she doesn't think this horse is a winning chance. So if close enough, it might be the biggest danger to know. Tip Shamal, uh, fresh up 11-year-old gilding, who's done some wonderful things at the jumping game, should improve out of this. And the bottom two, well, we'll just have to wait and see on those. But no tip should be winning you right. Race number seven, uh, Bevan, I thought uh, there's a pretty promising horse here. Ladies, opinion of him. Uh, I know it's going to be an ask, fresh up over 1,400 metres on, on that track, but if he's as good as uh, the stable think he is, he might be the one tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. And, and Ellen has said this for a couple of seasons, at least, I think, Butch around ladies' man. And again, he was asked last week about which is the horse that's coming out of the stable that we should watch. And this is the one. Ladies' man, of course, will run in the O'Leary colours. Uh, and they've had so much success, not just this side of the ditch, but uh, across uh, in Australia with who shot the barman. Uh, maybe, did, I know it won two races last preparation, but it never really got away from them strongly, Butcher. Uh, so there was obviously a lot of learning going on there as a three-year-old. It's a four-year-old by Z, so the track condition shouldn't be any worry. Lisa all Press, top hooper board, trained by... Alan Sherrick, who is a wonderful, wonderful judge of a horse. Yes. You could have shot $4 on this horse, uh, Butcher, when they opened the market. The CSU have snapped that particular price up. Dangers. But way above with a very talented little lady on and Lily Sutherland. She's back from a fall off uh, Stumpy, who unfortunately broke down at Wanganui, and she uh, got some concussion out of that. She's back riding. She's got one ride for Kevin Myers, who is a big supporter of our apprentices. The under 54 might be the biggest danger. Far sight for Peter Didham, his team going really nicely. And Scotch, at best, although a, a danger on these sort of heavy track conditions, could get into the mix. But uh, you said it early, uh, if it lives up to the reputation that Ellen has of this horse, $4 was outstanding. In race number eight, uh, the uh, Rangatiki Gold Cup, the James Ball Holdings Rangatiki Gold Cup. Alan Sherrick holds a big hand here. At the top with Just Ask Me and at the bottom with Tavatak. Maybe uh, the conditions uh, by then, race eight, might just play into Just Ask Me's hands. Who has the blinkers on? Yeah, he has the blinkers on. I don't know how many times we say this, but when the blinkers go on, Alan Sherrick runners, they just improve. And the timing is almost always right on the mark. He's still got a lot of pudding to carry, doesn't he? Because he comes into the race and puts everyone else on 53. Yeah. So he's giving seven kilos to the field. And there still is that race at Wanganui in a couple of weeks, Butcher. And I think that's the main aim. But I'm not willing to say no uh, on Saturday. I said no last week. But this week, with the rain around, the blinkers on, he could possibly give this field seven and still be winning. But what Just Ask Me doing in the race, uh, in the race does is gives Tavertak 53. Uh, and beaten by kick on last to start. They match up again today. He's very, very talented, and things didn't go right for him at Wanganui. Uh, he jumped from a wide gate, and he actually worked up wide, and he showed a good kick. He didn't he didn't lose any admirers on that particular run. Lisa Allpress goes aboard with the 53 uh, for Allen. I, th- I think a major, major, major player in the race. Yes, you've mentioned Just Ask Me. One I'm interested in, uh, Butcher, is very flash uh, for Kevin Myers. Now, Faye Lizette does the riding because... We don't have that many riders around the city that can actually get the 53. So the young apprentice gets the opportunity. He's had two trials in two today, one at 14, one at uh, just over the mile. 
Uh, this was a very talented wet track runner. Um, first run at Trentham, but he's won five and nineteen at the trip. Put a shop twenty one dollars uh, on Very Flash. I think you could probably have a dollar each way there. Just ask me in the mix. And look, I'm going to put Kick on uh, in as well. Actually, makes Tavera attack a couple of kilos better uh, in this particular race and got home from last to beat him last time. I think the pattern of that race favoured Kick on over Tavera attack. I thought Tavera attack probably the match. Uh, just on what we saw and what they did in the run. So I think those two are players. Sergio flying, absolutely flying, really found himself this horse, but it's got to be a reasonable sort of danger on heavy track conditions, Butch. So, yeah, Alan holds a strong hand. If you want some value in the race, I think your flash might be something at $21 that you could probably have a dollar each way. Good on you, Bevan. Thanks for uh, your time. Good luck uh, tomorrow. We look forward to listening to your uh, previews of the races, the feature, the James Bull Holdings Rangatiki Gold Cup for the flat and the jumpers in the hurdle and the steeplechase. No worries as well, Butcher. Put a dollar each way on Harmonious Sunday Harbour. Bevan Sweeney. Okay, thank you. Bevan Sweeney with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll take a break. We'll get Butcher's best after this on the show. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Breakfast with the Kiwis, final segment. But sure your bests for the weekend coming up. Tarapa, I'll go race five, number seven, Unciero. And at Trentham, race seven, number five, Ladies' Man. So they're the two. And, of course, we heard Bevan there tipping harmonious on Sunday. So we better keep an eye out for that at Harwara, race number three on Sunday. Absolutely. Thank you, Butch. We'll chat again next week. Look forward to it. Cheers. Which Castle's with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis, as always. SEN.com.au is where you can go to podcast the program. The SEN app, it'll have it all there as well. Until next week, same time, same place. Enjoy the racing over the weekends. Catch you next time on Breakfast with the Kiwis. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.